Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Voice America welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now, here's the host and CEO of BR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Good morning, everybody. Today we're going to talk a lot about um, social media and traditional media and how the two need to be synergized together because Jet Set Extra is a little travel site that was transformed into a magnificent lifestyle entertainment destination, both online and on location. Jet Set Extra inspires audiences to explore travel and experience adventures and share insights on art, culture, and uh, culinary delectables all over the world, just all in one place. And we have the person, as our guest today, Marianne Bin, that is responsible for this transformation. Welcome, Marianne. I'm good, thank you. I'm very excited to talk to you. You've put together a really nice uh, des- travel destination site. Thank you. It's been a lot of hustle and a lot of um, blood, sweat, and tears, but we love it, so we keep doing it. No, and you got it. It's like a baby. You keep on having to nurture it and feed it and you know, pay a lot of attention to it. It's no easy task to have you know, a lifestyle site and keep it interesting, particularly in this world where... You know, everybody has a Twitter attention span. <laughs> exactly. Yes, it's um, a 24-hour-a-day job. Absolutely. Oh, it's, uh, but you sound like you're very passionate about it. And the site looks beautiful. Tell us how it all happened, because a lot of people, you know, had, you know, ideas and did businesses before the World Wide Web exploded into a place where people can really spend a lot of time online. I mean... You know, when you had the concept, you may not have envisioned a world of, you know, Twitter and YouTube. You know, tell us about your history. Well, you know, the original inception of Jet Set Extra um, started with my husband and our business partner uh, who was involved, who is still involved in the travel industry. And they, you know, wanted to originally make it a television show. And at the time, pilots weren't selling. And so they decided to create a web, an Internet presence. And it kind of weaned and, you know, floundered for about a year, and nobody really kind of had a direction for it. And then I was asked to step in and kind of run things, and so I did. And I just began really focusing on things that were really popular on the Internet at the time, which was images and video. 
Right. And that's as definitely soon, true. Exactly. And so as soon as I started to create some content that was video and imaging and really engaging for people, they could sit and watch it versus having to read it and unfortunately spend the energy reading, you know, they could just sit and listen or they could watch, our numbers started to rise. And uh, it's amazing how much, you know, a moving picture mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, increased numbers. But it's also content generation. And when you're using moving pictures, I mean, you're generating more interesting content. So Absolutely, absolutely. And when it's high-quality video content, people are more apt to want to watch it because they see that you've actually spent the time and the effort to bring them something that's worthwhile. No, that's definitely true. It's like a, you know, it is a replacement to a television show, and that's why good webisodes get a lot of attention. Yes. I mean, you know, it's a great alternative to TV, and most people are spending time online. So now that we know that you've added the engaging content to a pretty static website at the time, and, you know, until you got involved and started evolving it, um, how does social media play a role in terms of, you know, your content generation and dissemination? Social media is a huge role in what we do. Um, we are on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Pinterest, we're on Google+. It, there are so many social media networks. It's hard to decide which ones you really want to focus on. Um, we tweet in Facebook every single day about what's new and happening on the website. We, on Pinterest, we have all of our writers who create content on our website uh, featured. We also have all of our videos there. We have all the events that we do there, so it's very visual for people. All they have to do is point and click. You know, and Pinterest has become an amazing tool. Uh, Google Plus is circles of people that we work with, that are friends of our website, that we know. It's just been an incredible experience watching how social media has become part of Internet entities. You can't function without them anymore. Well, Internet entities, businesses can't either. Businesses really have to have an Internet component these days. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when people often say to me, um, you know, I don't have the time for it. And these are people that don't necessarily have you know, a website that is the base of their business, but they're service professionals. And, you know, when they say they don't have the time, it's almost like, do you have the time to run a business? Because eventually that's really going to be the way that all services connect to their audiences. Absolutely. I don't know one person that doesn't ask, what's your Twitter handle or where can I find you on Facebook? No, exactly. Or, you know, even LinkedIn or Google Plus and all of that kind of stuff. But how... Do you keep, how does Jet Set Extra keep up with all of the platforms? Because, yes, there are services that will allow you to ping one message to several different platforms, but also a lot of the platforms, you know, demand a different kind of message and content. So how do you, you know, figure that all out? That is a great question. Um, <laughs> well, it's okay. Take your time. <laughs> it's you don't formula. have to have the answer immediately. You could just share observations. It's a, it's a really great question. It's a really hard question. It's really a full-time job. Um, social media has become a job of its own, and there are days that I spend only doing social media. 
and I can't pay attention to anything else. And sometimes um, the people that I work with, the team that I have, that's all they do as well for an entire day because we need to focus on just creating things for people to be interested in and making sure people are updated on what's going on with us as a website. So, you know, there will be an entire day where we're focusing on, you know, Twitter and making sure we have the correct hashtags and mentions and we're talking about the right people. And Facebook working on, you know, there's there are things on tools on Facebook called there's a tab site and you can create tabs that um, you want to of featured things like our contests, we have a tab site tab, we have a news page tab. So we're constantly updating that sort of stuff and creating images for them. So it's really a job all of its own, and it does sometimes take an entire day or two of our week that we have to sit and just focus on social media. Oh, I would imagine that it does, and you're right. You you answered the question really well. I you know even though even though there are platforms that will allow you to proliferate, you know, the same message through many platforms. Mm-hmm. I don't know for a website like your own if that's really the best because of the different functions that each of these social media platforms have to offer. I mean, you know, if it's Pinterest, it's very picture-oriented and photo-oriented and knowing how to use these photos to get attention, Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, if it's Google Plus, it's how many circles you can manage and engage. If it's Twitter, it's really getting somebody's attention with you know less than 140 characters. And of course, you know you could have your 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 link attached to it, which takes it to a different level. But still, the language has to be different if used effectively than the other social media platforms. So. You know, I think that, you know, I'm agreeing that it isn't, even though there are easy ways to disseminate messages, if you're going to use these social media platforms correctly, you really have to cater to the unique functions that each of these platforms have. Yes, I agree. You know, and Twitter is having a conversation. And it's, and I, I watch Twitter all day, every single day. And I monitor what the people, who the, what the people that I'm following are saying and what the people that are following us are saying to us and trying to keep up with questions that are being asked so that you can be engaged. It's all about engaging on Twitter. JetSetX, not JetSetX, or Facebook is more of, hey, I'm over here, look at me, what I'm doing. You know, and you might post one or two things a day. You really don't want to overdo it because then people are like, oh, my gosh, you're going crazy. But um, Twitter is about engaging. And if you can't have a conversation in 140 characters or less, then you're going to lose your audience. And be entertaining at the same time. Yes. So it's really a balancing act, and it's a lot of of thinking and strategizing and understanding who your audience is and what they're interested in and what they want to talk to you about. Yeah, no, I think that, well, it's, I I commend you for putting all of that attention to it and, um, you know, hiring a team to make sure that everything is kept current. I have to say, you commend me, but my staff, my team are incredible, and they school me on a daily basis. What are you doing? Why would you put that? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's, uh, you know, you have to experiment and learn and listen to good advice, right? Yeah, and hire people that are smarter than you sometimes because hey, they get listen, it. And that's always been a great philosophy, and, uh, you know, it's a formula for success. Now, with 
you know, with Jet Set Extra, one of the things that you are doing brilliantly is you know that it's an online world, but you are certainly making sure that you create promotions that cater to the offline community and sort of make sure that one element synergizes with the other element. And um, I, I know that you've put a lot of effort into Jet Set Socials. Yes. And, you know... This is where you really go, you know, on location and reach out to people and, you know, increase your audiences offline so that, you know, it you could increase online at the same time and that the online can, you know, influence the offline. And, you know, I would love for you to share some of your strategies with that. Absolutely. Um, it's It's a very fine line. You know, it is an online world, and people are constantly, you know, on their mobile phones and their tablets and their laptops. But there is a space where human beings need human contact. And traditional media, sometimes it's very nice to just pick up a magazine or get a piece of real mail or a newspaper and feel like you're in touch again, so to speak. And um, we did our very first Jet Set Social in February, actually on Oscar night, which was kind of crazy, but we did. And we had 200 people in the room, and over 400 people tuned in online to watch the live stream. And it was all people who were related with travel in some way, shape, or form. I had a panel of speakers who came and spoke about traditional media and social media and how they work together and how one is not more important than the other necessarily, but how... There is space for all of it, and how traditional media still has a hold on the travel industry. Oh, this, you know, this is very interesting, and we have to take a commercial break, Marianne. So um, I, I want to revisit this because it's really important, and I think it's very bold and interesting that you did this, you know, during a large event. Um, I remember Rachel talking about it and being all excited about the event. So. Um, stand by, everybody. We're going to be back right after this commercial break and hear more from Marianne Ben. Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.brpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.brpublicrelations.com. 
Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in at 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. Here's Cindy Rakowitz. We're back, and we're talking about Jet Set Extra. And I encourage everybody to go and take a look to the site at the site. Um, and that is www. Is it JetSetExtra.com, Marianne? JetSetExtra.com, correct. It's um, a very, very pretty site. And if you're interested in travel... Um, Marianne and her team did a terrific job of making this very engaging and interesting, and there's all different related topics. Um, and we're going back to what we spoke about in the last segment, and we were talking about, you know, traditional media and offline media and, you know, the boom of online media and, we were talking about one of your offline events that you actually did Oscar night. Yes. And um, what was the strategy to do that? And then repeat again for the listeners that are just coming on right now um, what had taken place. Um, We created an event on Oscar night that encompassed New media and traditional media in the travel industry. So that's what we—that was our conversation. We had a panel of speakers that came and spoke about their feelings and their opinions on um, being online content producers only, or being in the realm, both realms, or whether or not they thought it was worthwhile for them to actually still contribute to traditional media. And then we had the flip side, which were the travel industry professionals who look at content producers as a viable resource and whether or not if you're online content only, if you're actually somebody who is legitimate and how to prove that, and if you're traditional media, if they'd rather just have something in print or not. So it was a very interesting conversation and hearing the different opinions about you know, whether or not if you're online content producing only like Jet Set Extra, whether or not they think you're a viable source to come do coverage for them as a media outlet. And what was the conclusion? Well, some of them were very um, mixed. They felt that, yes, having an online presence is an absolute must. And, you know, you, you broaden your reach and you have a larger audience, but they still have to see that print somewhere. And they feel like they, then you have a solid audience if you're in print somewhere. And then some of some of our panelists felt that, you know, it's kind of the brave new world of online content. And if you're not in it hands and feet, then it doesn't make any sense anymore. You know, so they were all about online content producing. And, yes, we're happy to have you and come and see us and, you know, do coverage for us. We're thrilled because now you have tens of millions of potential, seat, you know, audience members and so it was very conflicting. There were some great opinions being tossed around back and forth, and it was super engaging for the audience. But at the end of the day, the, you know, the um, consensus was, we don't care. We just want to make sure you have an audience. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, well, I think that's true. I, you know, I, I think that they're the traditional media, you know, is, as long as it's around, it's still relevant, and mm-hmm. there's a credibility to it, you know, particularly with the, 
you know, I'm going outside of the travel industry right now and talking about, you know, um, consumer and business publications and the stalwarts like the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal. I think that they're all making their transition to digital. And at their own conferences, a lot of them have said that, you know, the paper version will no longer exist. Which is bad for me in a sense, because I really feel that there is an importance to having a print somewhere, having traditional media still involved in magazines and newspapers that have been around for years and years, because I think there is a population that still relies on them, especially when you travel, because sometimes you don't have Internet. Right, so, right. So they still feel that I want to be connected feeling, and if they can pick up a magazine or Wall Street Journal somewhere or a newspaper somewhere and just say, what's happening, and be able to look through it, then it's important to them. No, I think that's a very, very good point. I, you know, I think the you know, people who are focusing on the future of digital are probably hoping that the Internet would be available everywhere. Um, and that the simplicity of a person running around with a tablet, mm-hmm. okay, you know, would, you know, would make it easy no matter where they are to read an online magazine. But listen, I think that you make a very valid point. I grew up in traditional publishing. So, um, you know, having book in hand, as they say, is a different kind of feel. Yes. Than, you know, running around with your iPad. So I I think that you are very smart as a content producer to realize the relevance of both, you know, both news delivery systems because you're going to pay attention to both as long as you can. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, I don't like to exclude people. I don't ever like to think that um, I'm elitist in any way, shape, or form. And so for me, it's very important to include everyone as part of my audience and my demographic when I'm really thinking about who are we reaching out to, which is, you know, back to what we were originally talking about was the event, is who are we really reaching out to? And it's all about relationships. Relationships, relationships, relationships. It's not what you know, it's who you know. And so my... First, most important priority always is making sure that I have good relationships with people and that, you know, I don't say negative things about anybody and vice versa. I don't ever print anything negative on our website. You know, I always feel keep everything very positive. And I don't lie. I don't make things up. And, you know, we certainly don't print things, you know, sparkly and shiny if they're not sparkly and shiny. It's if I don't like it, I don't talk about it just out of common courtesy. But I think that, um, you know, I think it's very important that when you have an event, the idea behind it is to invite people almost as if you're inviting them to your home and bring them in and forge the relationships, look them in the eye, shake their hand, touch them in, you know, some way, shape, or form that's not, you know, that they, they, they will remember you, you know, and they want to be part of whatever you're doing. So it's, it's, really the reason we had the event, so that we could make eye contact with people and just say hello and smile and let them know who you are, that you're a face behind the Internet. And I, and I think that that's probably one of the most important elements of communication today is, although I'm a big promote, proponent of digital marketing and social media, 
It's the face-to-face can never be forgotten, and congratulations for making that a part of your strategy. (laughs) It can never be forgotten. I want to ask you how you acquire new content because you have to. I know that you have your team, but what sources do you use to bring all of the content that you do to your travel site? Oh my gosh, we have so much. Um, We have a great great group of writers around the world who contribute content and they write about the cities that they live in, the travels that they take on their own, experiences that they have around the world. That's one way. And they, you know, they bring us content all the time. Every on a daily basis we're getting posts from people. So that happens. Um, like I said I forge relationships I'll, everywhere I go, I shake somebody's hand and I say hello and I introduce myself and we become friends. And that's another way that I create content for our website is I meet people who are interested in what we're doing and want to support Jet Set Extra and then they'll invite us somewhere. So for instance, on Saturday I'm leaving to go to Thailand for 10 days with my husband and another group, and a group of travel journalists on a fam trip. And we were invited to go because we forged a relationship. And so now not only will we have just an editorial article about Thailand, but we'll have great video and we'll have images. So that's another way that we create content on the website. And also you talk to publicists a lot too, I would imagine. All day, every day. (laughs) (laughs) And I love it because it makes me feel as if I'm really doing my job. I mean, at being recognizable and people remember who we are because they're emailing me all day, every day, and they're calling me and inviting me places. So it makes me feel like our job is being done and it's being done very well. Are there obstacles sometimes you feel disappointed that sometimes publicists might get lazy? And I know that you're very careful about not wanting to say anything negative, but I just mean this in a general sense. Sometimes is it disappointing with some of the materials that they provide? Well, you know, I don't think it's a negative. I think that, yes, I'm I'm disappointed, and there's always obstacles that we have to overcome. Um, I feel as if sometimes there are PR companies out there who don't really do the work or the research on who we are and what we do, and they look at quantity versus quality. Yeah, I think that that's changed a little bit. I think, you know, growing up in the traditional media world, um, I think, you know, publicists and marketers um, had to put more effort into what they did because there weren't any other resources. Mm-hmm. You know, they had to. Um, I think because, the, you know, the new generation of publicists, or I should say, you know, the millennial publicists um, grew up with a laptop in their playpens, so information is so easy for them to call up and push forward. <laughs> I think so, but I think that they have to really um, look at what they're pushing forward. So um, yeah. give, it, give it some legitimacy. So a, a good example is sometimes I will get phone calls from PR companies that I've reached out to and wanted to work with. And they'll say to me, you know, we got online and we looked up your numbers and they might not match what some of our clients are looking for. And I'll say to them, well, can you, you know, and I'll try to educate them without offending them and say, you know, can you tell me where you found our numbers and what you're looking at? And they'll give us a website and I'll say, 
Well, just so for your information, you know, and so you understand, unless that specific search engine is embedded on every single page of my website, you're not going to get anything accurate. Right. No. I, and, I, and then they kind of hesitate and they stop. They go, well, this is what I use. And I said, well, did you look up your clients on that website too and tell me if their numbers are accurate? Yeah. See, they have to, you know, everybody should be a little bit more thorough and it's good that you're keeping them on their toes. And I guess that's why in conclusion, um, you know, social media does not replace the PR professional. The PR professional has to drive it. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I think that that puts pressure on the PR professional to kind of live up to the criteria that you're creating, that social media can't make them lazier. They have to be better. I think, yes, they have to be vigilant. They have to be on their toes, and everybody's watching. And it's a, it's a hard, hard job, you know, and I think that I... The PR people that I'm very close to, that I work with a lot, um, I'm constantly updating them and helping them with my stuff and, you know, telling them what's going on with us and so that they are not searching and asking 500 million questions a day. You know, I stay in touch as much as I can. So you uh, sound like you have a terrific formula, and we're coming to the end of the show. Um, in closing, I really want to thank you for spending time with Voice America. This has been Marianne Bin with Jet Set Extra, and I really want to congratulate you on all of your efforts and success. Well, thank you very much. This was wonderful. Okay. It's been a pleasure. Everybody have a great safe weekend, and we will talk more next week. Thank you for listening to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Please come back next Thursday and every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern for more insider information on the world of public relations with Cindy Rakowitz on Stars of PR. See you next week. I am an American idol. I got synthetic I kill my mama chicken. I'm on the TV screen. I am a death row psycho. I